All right, we're on. This is Back to Being. I'm Dr. Marwin. Today, my guest is Dr. Alan Bittaker. Dr. Alan Bittaker is a good friend and is trained as a network spinal practitioner, a chiropractor, and a breathwork facilitator. He specializes in helping high, high performers reach their full potential, experience more energy, and optimize their conscious awareness. He combines the, pa combines the power of spirituality, personal development, and embodiment to enhance the wellness of his clients. Dr. Allen is passionate about supporting entrepreneurs to become leaders in their careers, relationships, and lives. Alan, welcome to Back to Being. Honored to have you on, brother. Thanks for having me on, Dr. Marwan. Absolutely. It's so great to sit down with you, man. I miss you. Yeah, I love seeing you uh, growing and thriving out there in SoCal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love seeing you growing and thriving there in SoCal, Southern Thank California, for people that don't know what that is. Yeah, so how is it, how is it down there right now? Um, right now it's, it's a little bit interesting, um, with the whole coronavirus thing, but overall, um, really awesome. The weather's beautiful. Um, it's peaceful. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's definitely a cool place to be. Yeah. I, love I, mean, it. I always get that calm, uh, sense of confidence when I'm around you. So I can sense that right now too. You know, you have a knack of staying, right. st staying instead of ease. Yeah, so I just Appreciate saw you. That. So, so I just saw you post on your Instagram about managing emotions. I think that's a vitally important topic right now, you know, especially you know, as you've seen in your community, I've seen it down here too. A lot of people heightened emotions and understandably so. And what would you say to someone who is fearful, confused, and angry right now? Ooh, yeah, man, I've, I've had a lot of, um, a lot of thought around that recently, especially over the last six weeks with uh, everything that's been shifting. And I would say my, my perspectives have been a little bit different than most of a lot of the spiritual leaders I'm seeing about uh, really, in a way, ignoring your emotions and connecting to love and expanding and I, I like 100% agree with that. And then there's also um, another perspective of a um, survival since it's coming through people. And I think that's like a powerful thing to be acknowledged and to fully feel that. Um, and Another thing is, you know, like emotions really drive us into action. So, um, you know, if, if you're having fear, it's like do the things that in your life that you can do in order to make you feel safe. And once you complete those, you've acknowledged the fear, then it's, it's time to open up and, and have some faith and to feel love and um, experience, experience that part of life as well. Yeah, that's beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that. Now, I know that you have your own practice called the center for a new paradigm. Freaking love that name, man. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. So how did you come about that? And you know, what was the experience starting your own practice? That's an interesting one. Um, it's, I would say most, most of like the um, biggest and best decisions that I've made in my life have been, um, what would you call that like a uh, transrational or something that's like beyond the rational mind of doesn't seem to make sense but i feel called to do it and i do it anyways and it's it's been like the best thing 
for me. Uh, I would say going to chiropractic school has been one of those experiences. Um, it, was, it was more of like a split decision, decision or split. Yeah, it was like something that was, um, I realized that I was pissed off about where I was at and my friend was going and, and he told me that I should come and I was, I was like, yeah, I want to get out of my scenario right now. And like, that sounds cool. Sounds like a change. It sounds like something that I really enjoy. So I just like applied, got accepted the next day and then moved to, moved, you know, from Ohio to Atlanta three months later. Um, similar thing. I was interested in moving out to California when I was in school. I was just like, had visited, actually visited California with you once um, after a, a mission trip to Mexico. Um, and I loved it and I was curious about it. And then I, I took one other trip out there and um, I made a connection with a doc out here. Kind of, I kind of just decided that that was where I wanted to be. And then I did my internship out here. Um, at that time, I was still really considering, um, you know, working in someone else's practice or um, working with somebody else. And then right as I was graduating, I, I was, really opening up to the possibility of opening up my own practice and then something kind of fell into my lap where um, I had the opportunity to open up a practice for like no risk at all very cheap actually I didn't even have any money it was more like somebody was um, willing to cover rent for me and just said I could pay him back when I when I had the money so I just figured I had nothing to lose and, and I've felt way more excited about that than I did about um, working with or for somebody else. So I, I just went for it. And then it's been, it's been a huge success in my life. It's been really um, rewarding in a lot of ways. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Now, do you think that was, that all of this came about by coincidence? Um, yeah, man, like, uh, whatever coincidence means, you know, like, uh, coincidence, divine timing, synchronicities, all of that stuff. I think, um, in terms of like destiny, you know, I think that we've got like, um, we're all moving in a, uh, a direction, a definitive direction. And we kind of have the, the choices in our lives to either speed up that, that process or, um, or go through the process of allowing it to be slow. And I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, you know, just like kind of going, like going where the energy is rich and trusting. Yeah, for sure. You know, mm -hmm. that, that trusting that you just said, that's a, that's a big piece right there. Uh, Cause I think a lot of people get scared when they, when they see and maybe a glimpse of what success can be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I would, I would say like, yeah, I was trusting and I was also scared shitless the whole time, you know? So it's like, a, a pretty healthy mix of both of them and yeah. um but I, I would say there was a huge piece of me that was also trusting in it and, the, and my body was um resisting it you know as well so there's a lot yeah. of nerves and anxiety and pressure i was putting on myself but yeah you know like uh I've proven myself right i guess in some ways and for sure I mean, <laughs> it's exciting i said yeah so what you're telling me is that you're human you took a phone call from the universe and you said yeah i'll take it on that's uh -huh, what i got from yeah. that <laughs> i i answered the phone call for sure man <laughs> yeah and i'm glad yeah. you did i'm sure the people in the community are glad too you know, so are you enjoying serving there absolutely man um i live in i would say kind of an interesting community where uh you would love this more when i was 
I, I think probably the first couple of weeks um, living here, I fell into like a pretty cool group of people when I was at a party. And um, this is when I was still doing my internship. And uh, I was chatting with someone and they're like, so what do you do? And I told them I was a chiropractor. And then they, they're like, oh, have you ever heard of Network Spinal? <laughs> and, uh, and it's just like, so, you know, it's not a technique that's very popular. Um, and so I thought that was interesting and kind of like a, a cool, cool level um, to play at where, um, and I respect both sides. You know, sometimes we uh, decide to open up and practice and um, work with people who are very far away from the ideas that we're really talking about and um, helping people with. And then other times people are really connected with ideas that we're um, helping them with. And for me, it's a lot easier to work with the people who are already on board. And um, so I don't have to convince or do anything. It's just basically um, micro adjustments and helping people, you know, move into that even further and, and really gain, uh, gain the results from the work. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I definitely agree with you. I think a lot of times when I'm, when I, in my own life, when I'm trying to force something, it's not, it doesn't really work as well. And when people are ready for it, it's just harm, harmonious, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you mentioned network spinal. Uh, so for people that may not know what that is, can you explain what network spinal is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, um, it's a chiropractic technique. And in the world of chiropractic, uh, the scope of practice is focused around neurological and muscle skeletal. So I would say that um, network spinal in particular is focused on the neurological piece. Um, solely, there isn't a lot of um, what you would consider like structural adjustments that you would recognize in chiropractic. And it's, um, it's mostly, especially in the beginning stages, about cueing the body and creating awareness in the body um, of places where there's a lot of bound up energy. And it's helping people direct their awareness to that so that it can unbind and they can um, have access to that energy. Oh, yeah, that's, that's amazing. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you obviously uh, are serving people in your office you know, having a great time out there. Now, if you had to sum it up in a, in a short phrase, how would you describe like how you serve people? Who, how would I describe how I serve people? Mm, I serve people by helping them um, can, uh, by uh, helping them identify and connect with all parts of themselves and add value to all parts of themselves so that they can work harmoniously with those parts and um, develop new senses of energy and how to use that energy to expand their life. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool, man. So, you know, obviously we've all gone through trials and tribulations in our lives uh, at some point some of them have made us stronger or took us some direction we weren't aware of what would you say is your greatest moment of tragedy or despair and how did you overcome it um okay biggest i would, I would say like the the rock bottom for me or the breaking point was um after my it was 2000 13 after my undergrad I went to school for uh, nutrition I was um, 
I had a long history from growing up um, of experiencing like allergies, asthma. Um, obviously, I went on the, uh, not obviously, but I went on the path of um, medication and um, a lot of, essentially what happened was I, I was on medication most of my life for asthma and allergies. And um, my story around it, at least, was like through um, taking steroids with albuterol and, and all those things. Um, it, and I would say probably some level of antibiotics throughout the experience. Um, I was an athlete and I was wrestling and I started um, experiencing um, staph infections. And mm. by the time I... Um, got to chiropractic school um you know prior to the like i would say like chiropractic school right before going was the breaking point for me but by the time i got to chiropractic school i, I had had at least over 30 staph infections the last wow. two put me in the hospital yeah. and um so my immune system was shot um my stomach health was or my gut health was shot um, my hormones were all out of whack and I just, I was like 20 pounds overweight and I just felt like shit about myself. And, um, and, and I was one of, um, I was actually taking like extremely good care of myself. I was probably even on the extreme side of like, you know, perfect diet, perfect exercise routine, like doing all the things. And I was, uh, I was like really in the process of doing, and, um, I was, realized that I was neglecting um, the biggest piece, which is our internal state and how we're relating with all parts of ourselves. And um, I was completely out of touch with that. And uh, I was reading Joe Dispenza's book, <clears throat> his first book, which is um, The Science of Changing Your Mind. And um, he was really talking about like, in order to change, you actually have to become somebody else. And um, so I, I realized I wasn't close at all to becoming <clears throat> anybody else, you know, like I, I didn't even know I, it was challenging for me to understand what that meant. And, um, you know, it's really about experiencing yourself in a new way. And, um, so yeah, I was, um, right around that time I started listening to Eckhart Tolle as well. And, and then okay. that's when shortly after you met me and, you and I had a whole bunch of cool conversations around spirituality and chiropractic. Yeah, for sure. And I'm really grateful that, you know, you were able to get through that and find your way into uh, where we got to meet in chiropractic. So what would you say was mm -hmm. the, the biggest thing that helped you heal from all those staph infections? Uh, yeah, I, I think um, a big piece was, um, probably a big piece of it was emotional. Um, and I started, I, I, so you and I were kind of crazy when we got to chiropractic school and like really, I would say curious in trying every, every single modality, every single technique, um, really um, open to exploring. And I would, I would see an upper cervical chiropractor. I was, I was seeing all types of different chiropractors and I was like kind of on the hunt to like, fix what was going on with me and I now realize that's probably not the best approach you know like really trying to fix fix myself you know but anyways I was 
um, really trying to find something that I thought would help. And um, my uh, my friend Daniel Taylor just got back from a retreat slash it's something called the Transformational Gate, which is uh, an event where you go and experience a lot of network spinal care and do breath work over the weekend. And he came into the classroom. He was like floating. And I'm like, dude, what is going on with you? And he's like, I'm, did, I'm doing this thing. It's called Network Spinal. And it's like a mixture between personal development, spirituality, involves the spine and the nervous system. And at that moment, I, like, I committed. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be uh, doing. I was really realizing that I, I was starting to develop like the jack of all trade and a master of none like i was starting to sense that and i was yeah. probably a little bit um hard on myself too you know it was like a year into cairo school um and so you know obviously nowhere near being a master at that point anyways but i i wanted something to commit to and so i committed to giving and receiving a bunch as much of that care as i could and i really felt like i moved into like um having a new program of, uh, I was like really experiencing myself in any way. And, um, I think a big piece of, of that was like allowing myself to really experience my emotions. And I, I became like, I became over, over the period of my life, it became very good at, um, just, uh, suppressing them and not acknowledging them. And I realized how good it felt to actually like express and feel them and how liberating that is. Um, so now in the way that I help people, I, I help them really see that as like, there's a lot of bound up energy, um, or denseness within us, um, that we, we have the opportunity of breaking into and feeling and experiencing and embodying. And then that is what really gives us, uh, the capacity to, um, resonate and co-resonate and create influence in the world and, uh, wow. have access to more, have access to more energy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing, man. And do you think that a lot of people in the world right now are experiencing symptoms or experiencing mental, physical traumas because of this bound energy that's stuck? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, what, what I'm really big on coaching my clients on lately is teaching them about uh, the different levels of development and consciousness that we embody and there's like a survival type energy that runs our body and that's what we would think of as uh, innate intelligence you know it's just like the organizing wisdom of the universe that organizes the cells of our bodies and its main objective is to survive among amongst everything else and then we have an emotional energetic intelligence that develops from the age that we're born till the age of like three to five and it's our capacity to express and react in life and it, it prepares us for change and it's directly cor correlated to our immune system and so many other things in our life um and then we have like a lower analyzing part of our mind um like the thinking mind that essentially is where ident our identity lives and our identity is essentially created from the culture and this part of the mind is constantly analyzing is this good or bad is it right or wrong is it does it fit or does it not fit with within my identity which is created within the culture right mm. and the mechanism of, of that is so that we can fit into the culture and then there is a uh 
an upper part of our mind that is more about optimizing and creates more of a, uh, a framework for life or like a, an idealization or like a vision, you know, we can um, really sense time through, through that part of our mind. And um, we can see multiple perspectives from that part of the mind. Um, and then there's more soul intelligence things that are beyond the rational mind that are, you know, the energy of our essence and um, things that we can really align to truth and love through. So it's, uh, it's been powerful for me to help people recognizing those parts of ourselves and to add value to each of those parts of ourselves, but not identifying with any in particular part of ourselves and being able to recognize when we're analyzing things from through our thinking mind rather than like believing the lie that we are our thinking mind. Right. Um, So, yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's where a lot of like the, um, the mind gets out of the hand out of, you know, we start looping inside of our mind, um, you know, or we become attached to our emotions. We believe we are our emotions rather than using these things as tools um, to help direct our lives and, you know, make the best of our lives. Yeah, I think you definitely hit some nails on the head there. I think a lot of people are trapped in their in their body or mind, and they they need what you're doing. They need to get out and experience totality of life. And I love how you said that you're not attached to any one part of ourselves. It's more about recognizing them. And that was, that was that's big right there. And you know, mentioned you mentioned this levels of consciousness or something like this. Like, what is consciousness to you? Um, consciousness is. Um would say energy and information that has awareness of itself. So, um, yeah, energy and information that is self-aware. Okay. Excellent. And in context of the global consciousness right now, what do you think is going on? This is awareness. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. With it. Consciousness is, uh, I think, easily easily described as awareness. Okay. Um, but what is the uh, so? It's, yeah, put in that perspective, what is the awareness of uh, what's going on in in the culture? That's kind of what yeah. you're asking. Yeah. Um. I think a lot of the culture, um, the consciousness of the culture is identifying with um, fear. Um, and you know, fear is based on lack, and it's it's all coming from um, the older paradigm, which is around binding energy, and how much energy can we bind through power, knowledge, money, those types of things. Mm. So, and I see the future uh, people connecting more to the unbound energy and free energy, and um, you know being able to experience the gifts without the um, binding and breaking of it open, so to speak. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. We got, we got a plane going by here. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. The planes over here, there's not much going on in the sky right now. <laughs> Everything's shut down here. <laughs> good to see you have some civilization. <laughs> I know. I, important. Yeah, I think, a, uh, a, I think zoom's getting a little bit over, I think Zoom's getting a little overwhelmed lately. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, this, everything's uh, a little. Everything's more virtual. 
Yeah. Now, what do you think about that? Like everything more virtual? You know, I, I know that at some point we're going to be able to go back to our offices and get our hands on people and serve them. But I also think that it's going to be a split world between the physical and digital now. Like we're going to be forced to be doing this more often. Like, what do you think about that? I think it's, um, you know, there's good things and I don't even want to use the word good or bad. There's, there's things that are, um, I'll just use the word good things and bad things. Right. I, I do think that it's going to open up, um, new ways of relating, you know, like yeah. from an, from an energetic standpoint, right. There's like, we we're still ex experiencing each other's energy. Right. And there, we can still like, as interesting it is, you know, we can still experience each other's energy through, through this virtual call. So, um, you know, that there's, there is no real separation. Mm. Yeah. Touche. And, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and I love being in, in person with people. I love, um, I love physically connecting with people as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I can't wait to get back to doing that to the masses. Yeah. Cause mm -hmm. that's <laughs> it's kind of what we are trying to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I can't imagine, um, like not having roommates right now and, and being mm. like, by myself that that would be uh that'd be a challenging thing for me big time yeah, for sure i think it, you know because especially i think yeah you know i'm kind of like an introvert who is an extrovert i know that's kind of like a oxymoron but i i do believe that human beings we do need social contact i don't think we can survive by ourselves forever yeah absolutely uh something really interesting i feel like i've um became more aware of throughout this process of you know, like in a way, really downsizing the amount of people that I'm interacting with on a daily basis um, is, is felt really, really good for me. You know, there was a part of me that was, um, you know, like r running a practice, seeing a lot of people there and then like communicating um, with like enrolling new people into my practice and being involved in 10 other conversations and then um, having my own intimate relationships and everything else. And it's been very like simplified right now. And I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Cause I felt parts of that too, because our lives are always just go, go, go. You don't even get a chance to, even though we're probably telling people to breathe all the time, you know, are we breathing? Cause, and I think it's given us a time to reflect. And uh, yeah, I can definitely relate to what you're saying. And what does being a human mean to you? What does being a human mean to me? Wow, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's an interesting relationship between um, being an animal and having the choice um, to choose something more. Hmm. You know, so it. there's like. Yeah, it's like there's a really big part of us that um, needs to be in tune with nature and um, be in tune with our um, basic needs and like the animal part of us. And then there's um, other parts of us that have the capacity to really experience ourselves on like a really deep level. Like, I don't know if animals have this capacity, but like to for me to contemplate what what your experience must be like, right? And, um, you know, be able to contemplate many perspectives simultaneously. Um, 
being able to contemplate the universe and um, having a choice what's what's happening in the universe or what's happening on this planet. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what's what's next for you? Any plans? Selling down with a Mrs. Allen? Any other projects coming up? What's going on next? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I'll talk about my personal life first, but I um, I've been staying with my lady friend since uh, COVID nineteen, so it's going on six weeks now, and mm-hmm. uh, that's been really really awesome really like cool experience and uh, I just I'm in the process of renewing my lease at my other house um, like this this month starting this month and uh, I've got a really awesome place with two other roommates and it's on the beach you know and um, oh, awesome. and I'm, I'm, I'm really th- yeah and I'm really thinking about like man I really enjoy being here um, but paying the price of that rent I think is uh, nice to just have a security of like if i if i ever need my own space i can go there you know so that's <laughs> but I, I i don't really even i guess i have that choice right now but it's it's not really um i'm not in a place where i need to decide um and i could always get rid of my lease if i ever need to but um um i would say professionally i've had a really interesting transition in my practice where i've been um seeing people virtually i've been seeing my clients virtually transitioned about two thirds of my clients to um, online coaching. I guess that's what you would call it. It's like coaching around energetics, somatic breath work. Um, so I've had a, a very like pretty heavy schedule, you know, um, yeah. doing, doing about like 20 or 30 hours of more like 20 hours of one-on-one coaching a week. And I'm in the process of creating a, a product um, that is going to be a uh, a program around understanding and experiencing energetics and and it's going to be something that's uh super rad and i'm very excited about it yeah that sounds awesome man i'll, I'll definitely have to check that out too and uh whenever yeah. you have it up and running I'll, I'll, I'll definitely let people know about it yeah my uh, i was really noticing in practice that um that people would experience even greater like much greater results when they were prompted to place their awareness on specific things and um, to think of themselves in a different way. Their results skyrocket skyrocket when they um, when they got a little extra coaching and education along with the process. So um, I'm really excited to see you know what happens. Um, with a lot of my clients when I do get back into practice and I get to physically work on them after they've um, gone through like this coaching process. And so my, um, my coaching pro or the program that I'm about, about to be creating and releasing is going to be uh, essentially putting people through a process to um, be able to break into their bound energy, feel and express and embody and accept um, themselves on a deeper level and then be able to experience, experience, the world and other people in a new way and uh yeah so yeah that sounds amazing man and how can people stay connected with you um i think right now probably my instagram is probably the best place it's uh dr so yeah dr a bitaker 
and that's D-R-A-B-I-T-T-A-K-E-R. So I'm sure if you just search Dr. Alan Bitteker, A-L-L-E-N, I'm sure you can link that for them somewhere yeah, but sure. um that's probably yeah, the best that's probably the best way to connect with me is on instagram that's what i've that's the platform that i've been using the most lately awesome now if you could go back in time yeah. and tell the 20 year old alan a piece of advice what would it be Shit. <laughs> a piece of advice that's a great question man like my initial response is i wouldn't tell him anything <laughs> yeah uh yeah, man. Mm. I think uh, probably to to learn. Um, eh, I don't even like the word "learn" to, because uh, you don't really have to learn to love and accept yourself. I think you can just start doing it. You know. Um, yeah. But to to love and accept myself more from an earlier age. I was gonna say because I, I know that the more that we accept where we're at, the easier it is to move towards where we want to go. Yeah, for so sure. It'd be, it'd be cool to be where I'm at plus, plus more. <laughs> I love that. And then what do you tell someone who wants to serve vast numbers of people in their business? Serve lots of number of people in their business. Um, I would, I would say that um, the, the world's created from systems, you know, like we've got cells right here. We've got atoms, molecules, cells, body systems, relationships our our relationship to everything and the bigger that we can um really perceive the system that we're living in um you know like and your your in mind instance of like us adjusting or working on one person it can have a ripple effect and you know affect so many thin people and um the bigger that we're thinking in that sense i think the bigger impact the more energy we have access to and helping people awesome yeah so so alan just wanted to say i really appreciate your time today it's been a really fun and empowering conversation i know a lot of people will get yeah. some good stuff out of this and i look forward to connecting with you soon again man love and appreciate Thanks, you yeah i appreciate you dude yeah. great seeing you you too take care cool take care chat soon